the air. In the gray. And it sounds good. Um, another episode of In the Gray, Striker and T, we're back at it again to bring you guys some more fun and excitement. And by you guys, I mean all two of you. <laughs> um, you know, thanks for coming out. <laughs> and uh, we're just gonna try. You know, we're just gonna jump right into it. How's your uh, How's your week been there, bud? Um, bracing myself for school. Oh, back in school, so exciting. Yeah. Aren't you so excited? I feel like it's the story of my life. Yeah. Um, yeah. Just, like, excited for it, but at the same time, feel like, mm, don't really feel like doing anything else right now. Mm-hmm. Um, well, that's not true. I'd love to do more work. Um, and actually, did I tell you that Robin emailed us about doing, like, a class? She's doing, like, a fitness challenge thing, so we're all, the instructors have to do, like, a live class kind of thing. Oh. Um, but anyway, so that's something and yeah i don't know this week i feel like i kind of was missing us time mm-hmm. of just like mm, maybe less kids and maybe less or more out time outside time i hate kids <laughs> kids fucking suck yep two of them baby yep. um yeah so kind of missing like going to dinners that type of thing um yeah was really feeling that this week um and I don't know, I felt like this week I was going back and forth between, like, just being calm, cool, and collected to, like, panicking, like, mm-hmm. full 10. What's so busy, or what's so, um, I guess, scary about school for you, do you think? Or what's the thoughts around school? Um, just wrapped around with Quinn, too. Like, I, um, you know, obviously giving full attention everywhere. And I feel like she takes up so much time. And she's so unpredictable. Mm. So, um, that's a big part of it, but I am excited to be being closer to being done. Even when I was talking to the girl today, she was like, just name the classes I had to do or Mm. the classes that I have left to do, which made me feel like I'm pretty much there Mm. now that online is for sure an option now. Yeah. I think, um, I can definitely finish by the end of the year and yeah, it'll feel good to be done and the class I'm doing is, like, the hardest class, so once that's done, it's, like, it'll feel... Smooth sailing. Yeah. That's good. How are you going to celebrate when you're done school? Um, I don't know. I would love to travel somewhere, but obviously that's not going to happen. Well, I mean, um, when do you think you'll be done school? I'm hoping by the end of the year. Yeah, well, travel can, traveling can happen by the end of the year, I'm pretty sure. Who knows, man? We're going to be here forever. <laughs> Do you know that Jillian's been to 20 different countries? When she told me that, I felt like, I need to go out. Yeah, I'd rather be me than Jill, though, you know? No, I know, but I just felt like, you know, she's she's traveled. She's seen a bunch of Mm -hmm. cool things. So, yeah. yeah. That is cool, though. Traveling the world, I think, is just something that everyone should do. Yeah. It's really important. Yeah. How about your week? Um, this week sucks, bro. (laughs) Life is not fun. Mm-hmm. Um, my two thirds, I have a toothache. I think I, I think I have to get a root canal. I feel like the more time goes on, the more I'm like, oh, it's for sure a root canal, bro. Mm-hmm. For sure. What's annoying is this. I wish this time it had been my fault. Like, I would have wished to have rotted my tooth so bad that now I need a root canal. Yeah. Because at least that was a good time rotting my tooth. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, if you're going to be obese, fucking enjoy the the way, you know what I mean? Yeah. Enjoy your way there, bro. But to bite into a burger? Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. A healthy burger, too. Yeah, it's just like, so, you know, that was pretty annoying. Um, but yeah, I'm pretty sure I have to get a root canal, so I don't know, I'm just procrastinating on it. I just don't feel like paying for it. It's, it's like, uh, I just really don't feel like paying for it. That's not a fun way to spend my money, you know? No. I'm not going to enjoy that. Yeah. And things with, like, honestly, I, like, I kind of want to just be put to sleep. I don't even want to, bro, mouth, dentist, what stuff? I don't, I don't, I can't, I don't believe anyone enjoys it less than I do. Yeah. It's treacherously dreadful. <laughs> I, I really hate it. It yeah. ruins my whole day. Yeah. Even if I just went in for cleaning, my day's ruined. Like, mm. I, I fucking hate the dentist. Yeah. Not dentists. You're doing your job. I get it. 
but I hate the dentist. I'm tense the whole time. I'm tight. Like, I'm just expecting them to do something that's going to hurt. Yeah. I'm waiting for it to happen. And then when I tell myself, okay, relax, 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 relax. And I'll feel something, and I'm like, oh, I shouldn't relax. It's just the worst, mm-hmm. bro. And have you had, like, one particular experience that was really shitty? or is Everyone? It just... Really? Bro, I don't like... I don't like people in my mouth <laughs> scraping away at my teeth. That's fair. You know? I hate it. It's the worst. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, um, yeah, man. So I'm just kind of bummed out about that. Yeah, for sure. And, um, and I just, I just don't feel like I'm, I just, I just feel like I'm not a patient person anymore. Like, I don't have patience for mm-hmm. stuff, bro. I don't, yeah. you know, I, I don't care anymore. I don't care to be patient. I don't care to even try. I don't care. I don't care. Yeah. I don't give a shit. So? So what? Yeah. So what? That's my vibe. That's my vibe. That's actually something I've wondered with uh, with Quinn versus you and Javea. Because I feel like Javea was definitely a different kid and was Mm -hmm. never um, this toddlerish testing you every two seconds and just doing what she wants. Um, There's comparisons though. Like they grew up you know, with a lot of people around her and mm-hmm. constantly had interactions with you. So there was there was a gauge that she had. It wasn't just, you know, her who's the center of attention and then two parents who are giving her that attention. Right? Yeah. Like, it's a very different dynamic. And that's a part of why Quinn is the way she is, so I get it, but it's just, it's fucking annoying. Yeah. Um, yeah, man. But where, where were you getting at with, with that thought? No, I just I wondered that earlier. Just like, um, you know, I can't imagine you they being like that. So is this just a whole new experience for you, kind of thing? Um, I, yeah, I guess so. I think I think kids are are whole. I don't think any kid is exactly like the other kid. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I think that's a pretty rare thing. Um, so I think you know, when parents who have two plus kids, obviously it gets easier because you know what to expect. That's a very true thing. Like. Just in them being a human being, there's mm-hmm. the same. You go through the same shit at the same ages when you're a human being. So yeah. there's that, right? Um, but obviously, the temperaments of the people are different, and the temperaments of the children are different, and you know, it just is what it is. So yeah, um, yeah, man. I'm just, I just feel like I don't have the patience um, right now yeah. for her at all. Yeah. Like not even a little bit. Yeah. Like I feel like the I feel like even in the morning when she wakes up and cries right away in the morning, I go, Oh, I'm done. <laughs> and I haven't even got out of bed yet. Uh-huh. Like, you know? Mm-hmm. So I don't know. <laughs> literally. I'll be laying in bed, like waking up to go train somebody or something, and I can hear you in the kitchen with her. And the first cry, I'm like, done. <laughs> <laughs> yep that's the next 24 hours of just done yeah so I don't know man it's a it's a rough road right now yeah but yeah you know life goes on yep mm-hmm this wine is great that tea looks delicious it is I'm really what's in your cup calm how about trying something else I'm on it now though that's but my thing you have to why are you doing that why do you have to drink that? I don't have to. I just really like it. What, like, There's something you... special about this tea. I just like it. Oh. Mm. Well, why don't you... Why don't you give us a cup of tea to drink? <laughs> uh, question for you. Okay. Do you think if men and women had the same hormones mm-hmm. and went through the same, like, either childbearing, menstrual cycle, all that kind of stuff? Sure. Do you think that we would be emotionally the same? No. Because am I still a man? Yeah. Like, what you, so then no, because because I'm a man, we're different. <laughs> do you mean like do we would we understand women more? No. Um, I just think personally that because of all those things, mm-hmm. it heightens the emotion with women. Um, big time. Mm-hmm. So, like PMS, for example, I've not had one client who has not told me about issues they have with their cycle. Mm. Like, I don't know if you experience the same thing with your clients. I've just like 
crazy cramps or a lot of bleeding, whatever. Sure. Um, <laughs> I don't know if your clients saw you that much, but. Sure. Um, anyway, I just feel like every woman goes through it, but there's never really a conversation of A, that it can be different, or B, um, what's causing it. Yeah. Um, so a lot of reasons, a lot of things that are constantly cause it are um, not proper fat intake, so you're not eating quality fats, mm-hmm. um, or if you have an imbalance with cholesterol. So either your body's not detoxing the cholesterol that it's making, or you're just eating um, crappy, like, really fatty foods, processed yeah. foods, um, deep fried, that type of thing. Right. Um, so those are two big things of why... Um, that can how that can throw off a menstrual cycle uh, fat being the carrier of hormones mm-hmm. and cholesterol being a precursor um, to making hormones mm-hmm. um, so uh, another one I would add on there is uh, blood sugar so blood sugar has to do with insulin and insulin is a hormone so every time your insulin goes up um, that will throw off the balance or the scale of your hormones so more insulin more um, estrogen will be created um, so those are, yeah, just a few things that just even with diet alone or the way that you're eating mm-hmm. um, or even starting off your meals in the morning. So blood sugar would be number one. If you're starting off with a high sugar food, I think we talked about this many times already on the podcast, but starting off with like high sugar foods, that already starts your blood sugar pretty early or pretty high early in the morning. Mm-hmm. Um, so already that's kind of setting the tone for the day. Um and fats. I think a lot of people um, either are afraid of fat or cholesterol, um, have a negative association with it, and don't really see the significance or the importance um, or how important it is in the body. But mm. both are very vital um, from a cellular level, um, but um, from this standpoint, a hormonal level. Um, so another thing I'll add in there too is um, women who take birth control or IUDs or have an IUD, um, that can actually really deplete your B vitamins. It can completely wipe out your B vitamins, especially if you're someone like me who took birth control for over 10 years. Yeah. Um, there were no B vitamins left. That's crazy. Um, so B vitamins are created in the gut and, um, uh, the pill can actually deplete you of those. So B vitamins are huge for your adrenal glands, your energy, um, your stress, all that. So. So, what would you say to women that take birth control for over ten years? Mm-hmm. Besides, stop doing that. Uh, what would they need to do to get back on track or get you know, get back on the even ground or something. Well, one thing would be to follow the glycemic load index. So, eating foods that kind of stabilize your blood sugar, um, and fat is actually one of those. So, those go hand in hand. Mm-hmm. And eating fats that are fresh, good quality fats versus processed um, or have been sitting on the shelf for a very long time. Mm-hmm. Um, I particularly, for, for oils and stuff like that in, in general, I like to go to stores that um, constantly replenish them. So, obviously, you know, you would associate a health food store having maybe a better quality of oil, but that's not necessarily the fact if or the case if someone's not constantly buying that oil that could have been sitting on the couch or <laughs> sitting on the couch mm-hmm. on the <laughs> sitting on the shelf for like months mm-hmm. um so yeah those are um, huge ones and i will add in there um for low liver function would be um you know women who have like, had kids so your liver is the detox there are seven pathways that kind of detox in two different phases in your liver and um if you are childbearing, your body's working overtime in every way, shape, or form. Right. And your liver takes on like 500 different functions or something like that. Um, so that's extra hormones, that's extra nutrients, that's extra toxins that your body's trying to get rid of. And your liver is the main thing that will do that. Hmm. So, um, you know, if, if you've had a child, you're probably pretty likely to, um, you know, need a liver cleanse or have some work done. And, um, you know, that includes hormones, so mm-hmm. um, could potentially have extra toxins or hormones still kind of in there from having a kid. Yuck. Yeah. That sucks. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like most people, 
I have no idea about any of this. Like, a doctor would never say, oh, it must be your liver. Yeah, I guess not. I mean, I don't know. No. And even actually one time I went to an appointment with Quinn, um, I suggested that Quinn had low, low liver function. Mm-hmm. And then she just was like, named a bunch of like charts. Did I test on these charts, basically? Mm. And I was like, no, I, she just kind of had symptoms of it. Mm. Um, and she literally went like this. And then continued talking. And she just looked at you and didn't say anything? Yeah. That's pretty irresponsible. <laughs> Your truth mm. is hurting so bad, isn't it? Very badly. <laughs> but, you know, this is life, dude. Yeah. This is life. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's PMS. Do you have any bad PMS stories? Um, sure my, you do. For myself, yeah. honestly, yeah. mine was only really bad when it first started. Yeah. I used to, like, go to the office and, like, lie down on, like, the nurse's bed. Mm-hmm. You mean at school? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I That was when it was worse, and then when I was on birth control, I had to switch to a bunch of them because... They were either just making me break out or I wasn't getting my period at all. Yeah. Um, they just, like, weren't the right dosage, I'll say. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the one I was on, I stayed on for, like, ten years. And, yeah, which made me kind of a nervous wreck and um, not really deal with stress very well. That sucks. Yeah. Um, you... Um, like, what do you think of when you think of PMS? Like, other than blood. <laughs> like, do you ever think of the emotional part of it? Or, like, just as a dude? Yeah, I mean, I know that stuff exists. I obviously understand that it makes... Like, you know, there's millions of jokes that are just like... Oh, man, she's, she's PMSing. Yeah. You know, so... Yeah, I mean, it's pretty clear that the... The emotional side of it, of it uh, kicks in. And I think also just... You just, if someone's in pain, they're not in the good mood, like, right now. You know? <laughs> <laughs> so it's very understandable. Let's circle right back to you. Yeah. So, yeah, I get it. And I, it sucks, but it's one of those things that's just, like, mm, mm-hmm. you know, it sucks. Yeah. But not much you can do about it, I guess. Well, there's well, things you can do about it, but I just, I, but what I mean is you can't not have your period. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. Um, actually, yeah, when I was in grade 9, I didn't get it for a whole entire year. That's fucked up. Yeah. Did you think you were so pregnant? No, I wasn't even having oh, sex. Oh, yeah, you didn't have sex. <laughs> oh, yeah, you're one of those. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But honestly, I kind of was just, I wasn't worried about it for some reason. I feel like yeah, my mom was panicking, but I was just like, la dee mm-hmm. Well, I guess you had no form or no frame of reference to, mm-hmm. like, you probably felt fine. Mm-hmm. But just knew you didn't have it. Yeah. 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 That's PMS in the cup. Huh? <laughs> the cup of tea. Oh, that's disgusting. <laughs> Picture of blood in the cup. Yeah. Is it someone drinking it? Um, so we'll go into the gray zone. Mm-hmm. Um, what are we talking about? So do you think that you're pretty different from, pretty different parent to what your mom was? Um, Yeah. Um, I think it's I think it's a couple things though with that like I, I definitely think I am but I think you have to consider you know you're also parenting kids in a different time right like mm-hmm. and that's a huge huge part of it like obviously growing up for me like playing outside was a huge thing not only because it was good for activity and stuff but just you know as a kid kid there wasn't like cell phones or iPads you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So, yeah, there was video games, but that's all there really was. So, you know, that was just kind of how we played outside or how we interacted as kids. That's what all kids considered to be fun. So, you know, that just brings in a whole different dynamic of, like, you know, when I was 10, I was playing outside by myself and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Whereas, I don't know, like, I... Vays rarely played outside like by herself or with just like went off with her friends somewhere yeah you know? so um but that stuff aside yeah i think my mom was um a lot stricter than i was for sure just with 
everything really. She wasn't like a super strict parent by any means, but she was strict. Like what she was strict, what she was strict about, she was strict about. You know, yeah. there was no bending or breaking about that. Um, so yeah, she was definitely way more strict than I was. I would say she, and she just had a lot more. Like she didn't have time to not be on top of her shit. Like she was a single parent, mm-hmm. you know. So that's something that's different also like I've never been a single parent I don't know what that's like I can only imagine you literally don't have time to do like you know we sit and we complain when our kids are being annoying um and in some instances you can kind of fuck off because there's another parent there yeah and you can just look at that other parent and be like I'm not having a good day and then they'll be like alright I got it but like you don't have that when you're a single parent so she just had to be on at all times which, you know, uh, I would imagine makes you, I don't know, it's just a different, it's a whole different thing, so. Yeah, and even mm. your mom, didn't she say that she wished that she was, like, more chill? Yeah, totally. But I can imagine if you're just, like, go, 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 and don't have any time for yourself, it'd be hard to to be chill. Like, I feel like I'd be high-strung 24-7. Yeah, and I, I, think, I think with her also, there's just... You know, I think in some I think subconsciously she doesn't want to be chill because, you know, by being so strict, it enforces a higher probability that your kids will just fall in line, know what they're supposed to be doing, and not do something random that could throw off her schedule or what she needs to get done or, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, there was no time to deal with, you know... A kid that just decided to be a daredevil one day and, like, broke his leg. And now, what, she has to, like, miss work for two days because I broke my leg and she has to stay home with me? Like, yeah. what? Or she has to call, uh, you know, her brother or sister to see if I could stay with them for a couple of days? Because my like, there's just no time or no room for shit to happen. So I think that was a part of her being so structured with everything. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I think most of that stuff really falls on just the times and the circumstances at play more than anything Mm -hmm. um yeah but what about you like what what would you say were some of the differences um i i think i'm nothing like my dad Mm -hmm. um not even a little bit as Mm -hmm. far as parenting um my dad my dad was very strict um I almost, like, tried to keep my life from him, uh, like, the older I got. Mm-hmm. Um, and even as kids, like, I felt like I was just always, like, upset with my dad because I could tell he completely favored or I felt like he favored my brothers. Mm-hmm. Um, but really, my dad just didn't know how to have an interaction with kids, period. Yeah. Um, but my mom, I, like, clung to my mom shared like everything with her um and she um I feel like I I now as a parent understand her parenting a lot more yeah I think I I think I was pretty clueless to a lot of that stuff um like growing up as a kid and even being a young adult of just like what it really takes to be a parent and why she chose certain things that she chose Mm -hmm. um but yeah we spent a lot of time outside Obviously, growing up in a small town, that's pretty much all there is to do. Um, but we had... I don't know. Like, my mom set rules, for sure. Like, we had chores to do, uh, a certain amount of TV time, certain shows that we weren't allowed to watch. Um, What's a show that you weren't allowed to watch back then? That now you're like, why couldn't we watch that? Um, or now you're like, mm, that wouldn't have fucked me up. Why didn't you let me watch that? Like, mine was Married with Children. I wasn't allowed to watch that as a kid. Oh, really? Nope. Because hmm. she always said, I don't like how they portray the father. Yeah. Which I never understood the reference because I never watched it. Yeah, yeah. I've seen a couple episodes now, but... Mm. Um, hmm. But now I'm kind of like, mm, I wouldn't have been fucked up from that show. I get why she said it. Yeah. But, whatever. Um... Yeah, I don't know. Most of it was like, like for example, Braveheart was like her favorite movie, and that was mm-hmm. a big thing for her to not let us watch it. But then eventually she did because it was mm-hmm. her favorite movie. Yeah. Um, 
it was just more like gory type stuff. It wasn't necessarily um, bad um, characters. Yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. Um, even some cartoons, like we weren't allowed to watch Pokemon for a while. Oh, really? Because my mom thought, because in church, Pokemon and like Digimon were, those were demon shows. Those are, those are digital monsters. Mm. It's just like, what? Yeah. Um, Sailor Moon for a little bit. Oh, no. But then my mom was like, this shit's Kid show, yeah. yeah. It was pretty dark, though, Sailor Moon. Yeah? No, oh, don't you remember? There was, like, demons in it and shit. Mm-hmm. And they looked demonic. Like, Pokemon was soft. I don't get what the hell that was about. Mm-hmm. I think that was just a church thing. Like, the church was just like, Pokemon's bad. Yeah. My mom was just like, oh, okay. Like, <laughs> I don't think she, you know, she's never watched Pokemon herself to judge yeah. it. Um, but yeah, Sailor Moon I got, for sure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But my mom did set a lot of boundaries, but it's almost like my brothers especially never followed them. Yeah. Like, my brothers would watch absolutely anything. Um, my mom wouldn't let us have, like, sugar cereals in the house. And, like, Joel and Wes would just, like, cover their food in sugar instead. Mm. Um, yeah, us having, like, Fruit Loops was, like, a treat. I love Fruit Loops. One of my favorite all-time cereals. Mm-hmm. It's, like, Wes's favorite. Mm-hmm. Um, couldn't do that right now. <laughs> no, you couldn't. You couldn't pay me to eat Fruit Loops right now. <laughs> what I'd was, cry. What I'd was the name? Google. Huh? What was the knockoff name? Fruitios? <laughs> no, I don't think I don't think she did Fruit Loops. Oh no? She didn't do Fruit Loops. <laughs> Ma- oh. Mountain Shouting? Yeah. Yeah, that's Mountain Dew. Uh yeah. But I will say now as the parent, I really noticed how much um like love my mom showed us and how much quality time she mm-hmm. really did with us. Yeah. Um we had shows every single a Thursday, or sorry, every single Tuesday we would watch all together as a family. Mm-hmm. Um, she would take us camping every year at the same time, so we would be with the same group of people. Mm-hmm. And we, she was pretty big on us like eating dinner together. She was very big on our birthdays. Um, like she legit made it our special day. Like even for me, as I think it was like thirty or something like that. Mm-hmm. And she literally drove here and made me pancakes in the morning for breakfast. 30 years old. You're 34? I'll be this year. Am I? No, you're 34. I'm already 34, yeah. yeah. Um, so I knew you at 30. Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't remember that. Mm. She, yeah, she made me pancakes, and then she took me to that retreat, that health retreat. Oh, I remember that. Yeah. I did know you then. Yeah. I don't remember the pancake part. Yeah. Yeah, she made me pancakes. Where was I? Oh, we weren't together then no we weren't living together we were living together by that december but that oh, was in september right, right right i didn't know the pancakes part um, sick dude yeah so yeah that was my mom she was really good at um you know um giving that quality time and like i didn't really realize as much as a kid until i got older right um yeah the one thing i say for my mom is just even to this day, I don't understand how she was so... Like, imagine just working the whole time. Mm-hmm. Like, she worked in the day, she'd come home, be a parent, then she'd go to work at night, then come home, get us ready for school, then go to work, mm-hmm. and then come home and be a parent, and then go to, then put her to sleep, and then go to work at night. And she did that for years. Yeah, that's crazy. Excuse me? <laughs> Where did, when did you sleep? Yeah. What? Yeah, that's insane, dude. Mm-hmm. Uh, some of the stories that she's told me, I'm just, I just think that's that old school parent, man. Like, parents, uh, we're bitches, dude. Like, parents yeah. nowadays are bitches. Yep. All of us. Like, we, yeah, man. We get tired. We get fed up so easily. We, you know, we want our cake. We want to eat it too. Like, we want to have kids, but we want to have a fulfilling life. And it's mm-hmm. just like, bro, not that obviously you have to pick one or the other, but obviously having kids is a huge sacrifice. And that's, you know. Sometimes that sucks. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so... I don't know. I, I just feel like parents back then were more... As a societal whole, I feel like parents back then were more all-in on parents. And I feel like... Yeah. The fact that the years have gone on and... Like, back then, you had kids. You didn't not have kids. Yeah. Not having kids wasn't a thing you did. Yeah. Even if you didn't want them, you had them. Whereas now, it's like, mm, you know, I don't really want to have kids. I think... I don't think I'm going to have the, you know, there's that 
think so yeah joel even said the other day mm-hmm. of like the more i hear about kids the more i don't want them yeah and and if i was to give advice to people about should they have kids or should they not i mean my first advice would just be you know do what you want i, I don't think my first advice would be no one else no one can make that decision for you yeah but i guess the only advice i would give you is i could say i could tell you the benefits of both um but to be quite honest if I was listing benefits and I was trying to sell you on, uh, you know, there was two options and I was trying to sell you both and I was doing my best to sell both, mm-hmm. it'd be easier to sell not having kids. Mm-hmm. It wouldn't even be a competition. Mm-hmm. Like if, if there was an NBA final and it was not having kids versus having kids, not having kids would blow out having kids by the, by the first <laughs> half. It'd be such a landslide. Yeah. It wouldn't even be, it wouldn't even be a thing. Mm-hmm. Because having kids would be selling you the dream of tomorrow, what tomorrow will bring with mm-hmm. your kids. And not having kids would just keep draining three-pointers of you can do whatever you want mm-hmm. whenever you want. Yeah. And then having kids would be like, yeah, but like, you know, one day your kids will be very successful maybe and they take care of you. <laughs> and then they'd work hard for that basket. And then not having kids would come down the court and go from half court like Damian Lillard and drain another, you can do whatever you want, though. Mm-hmm. And then having kids would come down the court and they would, like, go through the lane and cut through and pass and dunk and then swish and then make, like, a move and then pass to the other guy and then pass to this guy. And then, like, at the last second on the buzzer, he'd, like, lay it in and it would be a layup of, like, but you get to teach your kids stuff and feel fulfilled about teaching kids something. And I was like, that was a nice layup. That was a good layup. Mm-hmm. And then not having kids would come down the court, would walk down the court, and at the half court, before he got to the half court, he'd say, I'm going to shoot at half. And then not having kids would play defense. And then not having, I mean, having kids play defense. <laughs> and then not having kids would shoot it. And then not having kids would shoot it. And it would be another three-pointer of, mm-hmm. you could do anything. Yeah. You know? So it wouldn't I've been funny with be parenting. Mm. It's a very selfish act that you are forced to be selfless. People want kids because they want to have a mini them or like, um, you know, something to share with their partner. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's 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 about them in that moment of wanting mm-hmm. to have kids. But the second that kid comes out, mm-hmm. it's like, take everything I have. Yeah. It's interesting when you really think about it, especially where we are as a globe. We don't need any more kids on this planet. No. Like we're good you know um you know there's enough there's enough people here so (laughs) you know for all those out there that don't want to have kids please don't Mm um i would even say for all those that are on the fence about having kids you just don't Mm. yeah adopt a kid lots of those going around yeah man and i wouldn't uh, you know yeah just you know so anyway um, yeah, but I just think there's a lot of different, different factors that go into, like, being a parent now versus being a parent then, so, but, you know. Yeah. And, I don't know, I, even when you think about what it's going to be like in the future, like, how, like, what do you think it's going to be, like, what do you think it's going to even be like in the future? You know, like, how do you think our kids are going to have to deal with their kids? Yeah. Like, I can't even imagine. I know, and that's something I think about, obviously, more so since, like, this quarantine and everything, but just like how the world's completely changing how like everything is going to be virtual now and i find it so funny how there's so many theories about you know this whole covid19 thing being caused by g5 and now everyone is being forced to use the internet 24 7 yeah i don't know how true that is though no i know but i'm just saying like how that was like that was the first theory that kind of came out Mm -hmm. um and I don't know, even, like, my sister-in-law, she's now going to be working from home permanently, mm. and I think that's going to be happening um, to a lot of people. Yeah. So, and I think even in our industry, I think we're going to be doing a lot more online work than we've ever done. For sure. I'm going to tell the kids not to have kids. I don't want grandkids. Mm. I wouldn't say that, but I, I, I do I'm feel... <laughs> I do feel weary of, like... I mean, they're obviously going to just know what they're used to. But I, I mean, I feel like, what is there to enjoy? That's my point. What are you having kids for? Are you going to bring them into what? This world? Yeah. For what? 
For what, bro? Yeah. Like, what? Are you going to be allowed to talk as a human in the future? Like, yeah. are you going to be allowed to express an opinion mm-hmm. in the future? I mean, that's where we're headed. Yeah. Like, so, I'm going to tell them, don't have kids, bro. Mm-hmm. For what? You can just do whatever you want. And then just, when you die, you just, that's it. Good. Have a good, see ya. Have a good, see ya. Yeah, dude. Uh, you know. Yeah. I just want I just want them to live happy lives and just 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 be, be happy and just succeed in whatever they want to do and focus on themselves. Mm-hmm. I want my kids to be selfish. Yeah. Yeah, man. Just just make yourself happy. Yeah. And then die after <laughs> me, of course. Um. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I, don't, I don't have kids. Kids. If there's kids listening to this. Don't have kids. <laughs> and not, see, but you see how when you hear that sentence, the first thing we do is we feel like, oh, don't tell. Why? Yeah. It's not a bad thing to say that. It's just, you know. No, it's not. And I think the older I get, the more I realize that. I think, like, even growing up mm-hmm. in my, from, like, high school to 20s, I always just assumed I would have three kids. For the longest time, I assumed that I would have three kids and really had no reason for it. Mm-hmm. Um, wasn't even in like a you know a relationship longer than two years at that point. Um, but just assume that that's what you do. Mm-hmm. But I think now it's um, you know it's it. There's so many other options, and there's I don't know. I feel I definitely thought we were gonna have two kids, but I loved the relationship between Quinn and Javea. Yeah. And that makes me feel like we're good. Yeah, and I think, um, uh, you know, even just with the notion of having kids or not having kids. So, you know, for I think the reason why people feel like, oh, you should all have kids is because the notion that you're not having kids just means you're a selfish piece of shit. Mm-hmm. And I don't see why that has to be a thing. It's like when you think about the world we live in, there's endless problems going on that mm-hmm. could use some help. So, in yeah. not having kids, it doesn't mean just make your money and die, but it just means in having time for yourself, you can help out other things that need help in this world, or, you know, uh, give your support to others who do have kids, or adopt kids who are alive and don't have a good living. Like, there's other things you can do to help the planet and those around you, but... Um, yeah, man, if you're on the fence about having kids, don't have them. Yeah. Having kids isn't something you just do and go, you know what, I made the wrong choice. Like, you don't want to You don't wanna have that feeling. No. That you made the wrong choice about having children. Yeah, and I hate hearing people so. feel like they're pressuring themselves into having kids. Yeah, or dude. It's a dangerous place to um, be, man. Just feeling like, I'm getting older, so I need to do this. Yeah. If I had another kid, I wouldn't make that kid. I would have regretted that decision. Yeah. And the worst part is it would have been after. Yeah. 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 100%. Yeah, I'm definitely good where we are. Mm-hmm. And, um... Like, I'm so adamant about it. Even if you badly wanted kids, I wouldn't want to... I wouldn't give you one. Mm-hmm. That's changed, though. Mm-hmm. I feel like in the first year with Quinn, you were like, well, if you really wanted to, but now you're like, yeah. nope. That's changed. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I'm done with kids. Yeah. Um, I don't want to do that ever again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, no. Was there anything else that your mom kind of instilled in you that you think is super important with um, the girls? Um, uh, no, I don't know. Not, nothing that she instilled in me. Uh, not really. Um, yeah, I think it's interesting that she's kind of different now, like in the way that she is with kids. Like, she's more. Even with the kids, she she'll be the one to be like, oh, like give them what they want, and, like give them sugar, and I'm just like, what? Like, mm-hmm. You are so different with me. What the fuck? Um, so that's kind of an interesting change, I guess. But mm-hmm. you know, I I guess the one thing I've seen with my mom is like, you really realize how being a parent is something that you're you're never not doing. You know, I've I've kind of watched her realize things about her parenting, like recently. You know, she'll admit, like, you know, I've really noticed this, or I've really grown to learn this. And it's like, Mom, you haven't really been a like, parent-parent for the last, like, I don't know, 15 years or something. Mm-hmm. Um, 
so I just, I just think it's something that you're always reflecting on um, and that's something I've learned like you're always kind of reflecting on the decisions you made as a parent and seeing how your kids have grown and as they become adults and start having their own kids and, and mm-hmm. stuff I'm sure you start to see how some of your teachings have manifested and it's almost like you only know how what you're doing or teaching your kids is going to affect them like 20 years down the road yeah it's not something that you you don't decide on something today and then you see the results of it in five years even so it's like yeah you really don't know mm-hmm. what you're doing so i think she's seeing a lot of her realizations now obviously because i'm a grown-ass man so yeah um, i agree yeah. there's so many situations with quinn that i wonder if i'm doing like the right thing or i'm almost grading myself on being a parent mm-hmm. um but you know this is the first time i've ever done it and my mom was the only person that i would talk to about these situations other mm-hmm. than you um so it, it's i have no like marker of what quinn is supposed to be like right and obviously every kid's different but um i just mean i i have no idea how i'm doing as a parent you mm-hmm. know yeah um but, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I I like those. I really liked those conversations with my mom of, like, me being a parent, being a child, and then now being the parent and having those realizations. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It is an interesting thing. Um, you know, but ultimately, I think the one thing every parent knows is you kind of have to take care of your kids, obviously. Because... Mm-hmm. Mainly because they can't take care of themselves. And I think that the take-home is... One of the take-homes really is just... You know, even if you feel like you're not making the right judgment calls in certain moments in regards to teaching them things or whatever, it's like... As long as you're taking care of things that they cannot take care of for themselves, Mm -hmm. um, that's really what your job is. You know, they can't feed themselves, you gotta feed them until they... Until you teach them to feed themselves. If they can't clothe themselves or shit... Or all that stuff that's all on you until you teach them how to do that stuff so you know until you and that's the thing it's like you got to empower your kids and not just you know spoon feed them everything i feel like sometimes i do that mm-hmm. but um but yeah man you gotta you gotta teach kids how to take care of themselves mm-hmm. um which is also uh which which is what kind of takes me into my striking thought actually it's just the importance of taking care of yourself um, just so you don't have to worry about it later. And I guess that's kind of an obvious thing. Take care of yourself. Take care of yourself. You know, you hear that so much. We all understand that that's important, blah, blah, blah. But, you know, it's not just important for the fact of, for the fact that it's important. But, you know, it's more so, I think the one thing that every human being should have or... Um, I think is empowered with and it's just up to you to see it or not is is just seeing a better image of what your life the life you want to have yeah you know um, whether it's the people around you or the things you have or the accomplishments you've made you know we all kind of at some point in our lives we get envisioned with seeing things or experiencing things that we like and we feel like oh I want that for the future or that inspires me to have that or be that or whatever and it's like, you know, we all know that in order to get to that or to do those things or to have those things, it takes a great deal, a, a great deal of sacrifice, a great deal of, um, you know, coming up with ideas of how to get there and hard work and dedication and, you know, all kinds of work that goes into it. And I guess for me in this thought is the notion of taking care of yourself helps you to not have to worry about other things as you strive towards those ambitious goals that you have or see for yourself. So, for example, if you want to be a lawyer, whatever, you know, if you're an overweight person who has health conditions now and problems, well, it's going to be very difficult for you to be studying for your tests and exams or to be working the long rigorous hours that other people who are your competitors are working if you uh, you know are having to if you have diabetes and you 
have low blood sugar sometimes and high blood sugar sometimes and you're dealing with the issues that come with that or if you're someone who doesn't work out and you have an ambitious goal to you watch this documentary about climbing Mount Everest and you wanted to do that shit and now you can't because you don't take care of yourself and you got back problems how the hell are you going to achieve that goal right like so essentially by taking care of the little things it just it's just one less thing to take you off your path even this friggin' toothache that I'm dealing with right now all I can think about is my tooth mm-hmm. right now that is all I can think about all I can think about <laughs> this entire podcast the entire time all I've been thinking about is how much pain I'm in how much this sucks how much I don't want to spend that money and then I zone back into doing the podcast and then I zone out to thinking, man, this hurts. I really hope I don't wake up with this pain. And then I zone back into thinking the part. So right now, I don't even know if I'm doing a good job right now because my tooth hurts very much. So it's like, you know, it's just important to take care of all the little things, your dental health, stretching so that you can play with your kids more or better. So you, when they want to run around, you don't got to worry about hurting yourself. Like it's just... The, you know, the importance of taking care of yourself goes beyond the obvious fact of living your best life or, you know, being a healthy person on the planet. But it's like, that's essentially the main reason, in my opinion, why it's important to stay healthy. Like, if you're somebody who has zero ambition, zero goals, and you're content with dying now with all the accomplishments or no accomplishments that you've had, fuck it. Go get fat, eat shit. And, you know do all the drugs have sex with prostitutes without a condom like do whatever you want so then when you die you're still gonna die happy cool good for you dude but if you have an ambition if you have a goal if you have things you want to accomplish it's important to take care of yourself so you're gonna get to those goals and so that when you do get to those goals you enjoy it like one thing I find interesting is when you look at very successful and powerful people in this world and they're very out of shape or unhealthy or whatever you know, I do think to myself, beyond thinking, wow, they're so powerful, and blah, blah, But, like, you know, I just, I'm sure there's moments in their life where they don't enjoy this life. Like, yeah. if this person, like, let's say Doug Ford had a heart attack tomorrow. He's not going to enjoy being the premier of Ontario. He's not going to, while he's in the hospital, he's not going to be thinking, you know, I'm an accomplished politician. I'm the premier of Ontario. That's not going to be going across his mind. Mm. He's just going to be thinking, I don't want to die right now. And, like, I wish I took care of myself. And, like, what am I kid? Like, I'm a big, powerfully popular person. And now I die. And now my kids are going to get harassed by, you know, paparazzi and people wanting to know their opinions. And, like, mm. that's the last thing you want, right? So it's just, like, it's just important to take care of yourself, man, for, for more reasons than yourself. And um, it's just doing the little things. Like, flossing, bro. Like, flossing is clutch. Because flossing, and I don't do it enough, but flossing, it, it it helps the gum because the gum starts to get eaten up and then that can give you cavities. Bro, the dental game is serious, dude. Like, dent, like... I really think we should get water picks. Okay. Well, <laughs> let's get them tonight. Let's order them tonight. Okay. Um, but yeah, man, take care of your friggin' teeth, bro. <laughs> and other things in your yeah, body. Oh my god. You're focused on your teeth. Just take care of your teeth, bro. It's <laughs> all. There's nothing worse. Mm-hmm. There's nothing worse. I know there's one thing. What? Childbearing. Yeah. For sure. I've been in pain with this tooth longer than you were in pain having Quinn. Yeah, but my pain was probably worse. But you see how you said, yeah, but? I win. That's not a win. It is a win. Did you push anything out of your teeth? No, 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 don't do that. That doesn't, that's not, that's not how you equate pain. Would you rather be in the most, the highest level of pain for one second? Or would you rather be in 50% pain for seven days? What would you pick? If you had to pick. Just a simple question. What would you pick? 50%. And you're not lying. <laughs> anyway, since I proved my point twice over, I okay. Um, 
Yeah, man, but take care of yourself, dude. Like, it's important. Because, yo, it just, there's nothing worse than, like, getting to your goals, you're accomplishing shit, everything's going great. Oh, yeah, I got to go to the doctor's appointment. All right, so you go to the doctor's appointment, you're trying to make it quick. You actually put the doctor's appointment off a couple times because you just have all this stuff you're doing that's so fulfilling, you know? And then you go to the doctor's appointment, just trying to hurry it up. You almost, you actually even told the doctor, um, can we just kind of, you know, uh, can we just speed this up? And they say, uh, okay, sure. And then long story short, they come back to you and they say, by the way, that blood work we did for you last week, and this is the follow-up appointment, you have cancer, bitch. <laughs> or like, you have diabetes. <laughs> and now your life, now that's all that matters. Mm-hmm. That's devastating, bro. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that devastates a family. It's not just you. So it's like, mm-hmm. you know, having obviously lived through different versions of seeing that it's rough man it's like doesn't matter what you're gonna become you have a fucking illness that's going to kill you soon so now that's all you can think of so it's like if you could have just taken better care of yourself maybe that wouldn't be the case and don't get me wrong cancer's a bitch cancer gets everybody i'm just saying if there's something you can do today do it Mm. and this is advice that i'm taking as well like i'm not I'm sitting here with a hole in my fucking mouth. Um, and I'm not happy about it. So yeah, man. I'm, I'm grumpy, bro. Would you do like a, a, a remix song of every time you've talked about your tooth? I'm so grumpy right <laughs> so, now. Like, Just like the above me now? <laughs> I like that guy. Uh, yeah. But yeah, man, that's my striking thought of the day. And that thought comes to you courtesy by my painful, painful tooth I'm dealing with. <laughs> That's it. Love me now. I can't even look this way that much because mm. my tooth hurts. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so yeah, that's my thought of the day, y'all. Let's just, you know, take it take it to heart. Mm-hmm. For sure. Take it to the bank, bro. <laughs> okay, we'll do a closing question. Well, you know those, like, um, I like, what's her name? Ellen DeGeneres' like, love. I love Ellen DeGeneres. What's it, what's her thing again? Love, laugh, dance, or whatever. Yeah, sure. So pick three words for yourself that describe you currently. <laughs> okay, maybe okay. not tooth currently, but like. I get what you're saying. Um. You go. I, I want. Oh, no. I want. I want an example of this. Um. I, mm. Dumb question. No, no, it's fine. Let's. Yes, but also let's do it <laughs> since I have no, I don't, I didn't contribute anything to this segment. So I would say for me, it's um, yeah, this is pretty bad. Dude. I don't know. If you had to pick, um, new question. That question sucks. If you had to hmm. pick one thing in 2020 that you would want to repeat in 2021 what would it be it could be a memory it could be a moment it could be uh, a reflective thought you have like it could be you know what i'm saying what's something you would want to happen in the new year or in this year that we're in mm-hmm. Well, uh, I'd say first and foremost would just be conversations I had with my mom. Mm-hmm. That would be, if I had to choose one, that would absolutely be it. There's certain conversations that I still think about every day and, you know, conversations I almost wish I said more or it was more of a conversation. Um... But, yeah, just to relive those moments, I guess. Um, mm-hmm. I guess my backup second answer would be just, like, self-reflection of, um, you know, what mental state I was kind of in with the first year with Quinn mm-hmm. and, like, progressively snapping out of that and just having more and more realization of my actions, my environment, um, 
you know, and just how I was kind of self-sabotaging. Mm-hmm. Would you say that you're an emotionally strong person? Um, that varies from day to day. So wouldn't that be enough? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I'm becoming mm-hmm. emotionally strong, but I don't think that I am. I think I actually had a um, naturopath tell me, or a bioenergetic therapist, whatever, tell me that... Um, Everything about me is sensitive. So when she was testing my muscles and stuff like that, mm-hmm. everything about my energy was sensitive. Mm-hmm. Um, so I went home and cried. And <laughs> Sounds about right. And then as you were crying, did you say, she's so right? <laughs> well, I literally like went home like to my mom and was just like, um, you know, this is what she said. And like I was actually laughing about it. I was just like, mm-hmm. I am. That is me. Like. It almost felt like validation of just mm-hmm. like, okay, I'm not crazy. I am just a sensitive person. That's right. something I need to accept mm-hmm. that I am that person. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's funny. What about you? Uh, what about me? What? If I'm sensitive? 20 to 21. Oh. Um, I guess it would just be the, uh, you know, I think it's important uh, every year for people to reflect and um, just really look at their life and where they are and if they're happy and what if you don't do that I think I, w- I would say there's a lot of people out there who have probably never done that and I think 2020 made you do that mm-hmm. um, so yeah I think it's important to do that every year and not just for two weeks in January when you say you're gonna fucking lose weight mm-hmm. or some bullshit um, but you know it's a really sit and take a long hard look at your life and not just not just the little goals that would be nice to have but like really dig deep and think about like what makes you happy what do you want to work towards like are you happy with the things you are working towards like real questions Mm -hmm. um so yeah i I hope that that's something that people uh you know take into future years and really think about it Mm mm-hmm so much so that I think even the question of what's your New Year's resolution like if I, I, you know a part of me feels like if you can answer that in like a few words it's not real like if you ask me what my New Year's resolution is and it's lose weight it's like oh, okay like there should be more to it than that mm-hmm. um, and obviously yes you can probably sum up what you're saying in a couple words that's fine but I just mean you know I think like if I was to ask you a question about how your reflections of 2020 went, I'm pretty sure you wouldn't just be a quick sentence. Like you'd kind of have to give context and uh, there'd be a lot that, it would be a conversation. Mm-hmm. So I think that comes with extensive review and, uh, you know, just reflection. So I think that's something that I would, I would want to happen in 2021. Because I think from that, you really get to um, go forward with clarity. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I think that's something that people need and lack a lot of is clarity. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's probably what I'd say. Um, what was that? Water pipe. I heard it so clearly in the headphones, you know? Mm. It's, yeah, it's the neighbors. Mm. So that's it. You're definitely done. Yeah, dude, I just don't want to talk anymore, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, Are you going to have ice cream cake? I don't know, man. Like, it's so bad that I, I don't think so. Mm-hmm. Not that, honestly, not that the ice cream bothers it, but I just, I don't want my jaw moving. Yeah. Right now. So... Yes, it's pretty bad. Yeah. Well, that's a somber uh, way to end, huh? <laughs> Just crying about my friend, too. Wah. Yeah. That's okay. Yeah. It's not, though, you know? Yeah. Yeah, it's just not cheap. Yeah. So. Anyway, uh, anything you want to say before we wrap it up? No, sir. All right. Well, for Striker and T, it's 
all we got for you today. That's in the gray. Who knows? Maybe for the next break time, I will have a root canal. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Stay tuned for the next one. Uh, and for us here, have a good day, dude. <laughs> yeah.